Shalom Aleichem, it is our great pleasure and privilege to, Bezrat Hashem, begin Mesechet Ketuvot. Today, a Ketuva or Kesuva is a Jewish marriage contract. And in this Mesechta, in this tractate, we will learn in great detail about the marriage contract and a lot about Jewish marriage in general. So let's start off. Betula Niset Leom Revi. A virgin bride is married on a Wednesday. The Almana, and Almana means a widow, but it could be any woman who was previously married or previously in a relationship, Leoma Chamishi, on a Thursday. Now the Mishnah explains why this is. Shepa'amayim, Shabbat, that twice a week, sometimes the word Shabbat means Shabbat, and sometimes it means an entire week, because the most important day of the week, of course, is a Shabbat. So you'll say, well, it's Shabbat Vayechi, it's uh, you know, Shabbat so-and-so, you'll know what week it is too. So twice a week, Bate Dinin Yoshvin Bayerayot. The court is in session in the cities. So the court was in session twice a week. Biyomashini on a Monday, Biyomachamishi, and on a Thursday. Now this is why we want the Bitula, uh, the not previously married bride, to get married on a Wednesday. So if they need to, they can go to court on Thursday. As the Mishnah says, Shaim Hayalotanat Bitulim, if the the groom, the Khatan, uh, realizes that this bride was not what she said she was, he will go early to the court the next day on Thursday morning. This is not simply a woman possibly misrepresenting her past, but this has a, a very serious legal ramification here because they, they used to do Kiddushin long before Nisuin. Now recall in Yavamot, we've mentioned that Kiddushin is the first stage of a Jewish marriage, when we give the bride the ring and say, Hare at mikudeshetli, mikudeshet is Lashon Kiddushin, and they're, they're fully married. But the minog was they were not living together. They, they did not move in together under the same roof until later, until Nisuin. Now, this Mishnah is talking about Nisuin, so it could have been that the Kiddushin was done 11 or 12 months earlier, and they were fully married, and now they're finally doing Nisuin on this Wednesday night. And the potential legal pitfall here is if the bride said that she was a betula, she had never been with a man at the time of Kedushin, and then all of a sudden that time of Nisuin, it becomes apparent, and the Gemara explains how, that she had been with a man, well, that would be adultery if she had done that act during the time of what we call engagement in English, but after Kedushin and before Nisuin in the Hebrew parlance. So if that, if that is actually the case, we want the groom, the chatan, the chasan, to go to court the next day and we'll figure out what really happened. And if this bride really committed adultery, they cannot stay married. So they really have to figure out what happened. So we want him to go to court immediately the next day while he's still suspicious or still upset and resolve this issue. Now, the Mishnah mentioned that the court also meets on Mondays. So why not get married on a Sunday? Well, our sages instituted that it's a good idea to have at least three days to prepare the wedding feast. So if you, if you were just coming out of Shabbos, you didn't have time to bake and cook and prepare everything. Uh, for, for the wedding. So you want to have it on a Wednesday. So you, you have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday to make all the food. Let's go on to Mishnah Bet. Betula, a virgin bride, ketuvota matayim. The standard amount written in her ketuva is 200 zuz. What the Torah says, 50 selots, equivalent of 200 zuz. Ve'almona mana. And for a widow, it's 100 zuz. Now it is worthwhile to point out that the ketuva does not just state an amount of money. It states that the husband is obligated to feed and clothe and spend time with his wife, and you know, and the couple should treat each other with respect and you know all of the trappings of marriage. But when we talk about ketuva here, we mean the monetary amount that the, the bride would get in the event of the death or divorce dissolving the marriage. Now, the Mishnah goes on to list other women who have a ketuva of 200 zuz. 
betula, whether she's a virgin or almana or a widow, grusha, a divorcee, vechalutza, a woman who received chalutza. Recall that's the other option to yibum, as we discussed in detail in the prior mesechta. Mina erusin, but this was done from erusin. Now, erusin is another name for kedushin, the first stage of a Jewish marriage. We have erusin or kedushin, and then nisuin or chuppah. So for all of these women, ketuvotzon matayim, their ketuva amount, the standard default, is 200. Because they only had erusin in the prior marriage, they were not living together in the same household as husband and wife. So we assume they all have the status of a betula, and their ketuva is the 200 amount. Now, of course, a man could add more to that amount if he wants to put it into the contract. And there is a claim of virginity if, you know, if they were, had Kedushin entered into marriage on that assumption and then find out that assumption is not true, then they would have to go to court and clarify what really happened. As we mentioned in Mishalov, Hagi Oret, a woman who converted to Judaism, Hashivuya, a Jewish woman who was captured by uh, non-Jewish bandits, a shifcha, a female servant, Sheniftu, who was, uh, you know, they, they they bought her freedom, and now she becomes fully Jewish. Gairu, and she became converted to Judaism. and she was freed. So in all these cases, if she was under three years old, three years old in one day, we assume she's still betula, and her ketuva is 200. And again, if the assumption was she was Betula and it turns out she wasn't, then they need to go to court and clarify if any adultery took place. Now, the reason three years is the cutoff is that, sadly, the um, the pagans would, um, you know, take advantage of girls, even young girls, when they could. You know, they would kidnap them and, and uh, really do inappropriate things with them, even at a very young age. But, but three years old, they wouldn't. But older than three, they, they might. So if, God forbid, a woman was in a situation where she was captured by, by pagans, by bandits, or she had been living among idolaters, then there is a concern that she's no longer a betula based on, on their uh, promiscuous behavior. Yashakach, we shall go from strength to strength and be well.